0: Hello and a very warm welcome to another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Coming up, why was Bupa Care Services fined almost £1 million following the death of a care home resident? Keep listening to find out the reason and to discover effective ways to manage fire safety risks, whatever your line of business. Plus, with new tax codes currently being sent out, did you know that as the employer you can be liable for a tax shortfall if the wrong code is applied to an employee's pay? We explain how to avoid any trouble with HMRC. And please, don't forget to visit indicator-flm to download our series of free mini-guides to tax and
1: HR matters. You're listening to Tips & Advice for Business, the weekly podcast that trawls through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized advice and realistic solutions to everyday challenges. And all this in just a few short minutes, because we know that your time is precious. The Tips & Advice for Business podcast is freely available on all the usual platforms, such as Spotify... Apple, Amazon and Deezer and is brought to you by those ever so nice people at Indicator FL Memo. For supporting information please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. Your host today is Duncan Callow, solicitor and publisher.
0: Okay so this week for a change we're going to talk a little bit about health and safety and in particular fire safety and what you can do to manage the risks in your premises or your workplace, whatever line of business you operate. And when you know that a business has been fined almost one million pounds following health and safety, or in this case, fire safety breaches, you know that something has gone catastrophically wrong. And that's exactly what happened involving Bupa Care Services, who operate a care home in South East London, where a fire occurred in March, 2016. One of the residents there, was a 69-year-old wheelchair user who was smoking unsupervised in a shelter in the garden when, sadly, his clothing caught fire. care assistant saw the fire from a first-floor window, called the fire brigade. Staff ran to put the fire out, but it was too late, and this poor resident died from his injuries. Not surprisingly, a thorough investigation was launched by the London Fire Brigade, and it found that a smoking risk assessment had been carried out for this resident, but it hadn't identified the risk from his use of certain creams that he was using for a skin condition. These products are flammable and can be a significant fire hazard if allowed to build up on skin, clothes and bedding. And on checking this chap's clothing, there were also burn marks from previous incidents which hadn't been picked up on. Care Home staff said that had they known about this, they would have done more to check on the resident when he was smoking. London Fire Brigade prosecuted Care services under the Regulatory Reform Fire Safety Order. The company did the right thing and pleaded guilty in that it failed to effectively manage fire safety measures. And for that it was fined £937,500 and ordered to pay costs of £104,000. But obviously the costs to the family of the deceased were incalculable. So what are the legal requirements in a situation like this? Well although the circumstances are fairly unusual, the the, the legal requirements are actually covered because they're set out in very general terms. At the root of the legislation is the need for employers and others with responsibility for premises to carry out a fire safety risk assessment. And within that assessment, you must identify the fire hazards, whether those are from creams such such as were used in this case, and smoking or more run-of-the-mill concerns such as petrol, electrical safety, and the positioning of portable heaters. Once you've identified these hazards, you need to specify the risk control measures which will prevent a fire from starting or restrict its spread. In the case of resident smoking, this will include a person-specific risk assessment as to whether that individual is at increased risk, e.g. due to oxygen use, creams, or a health condition, and particularly if they're vulnerable or they have a mental health condition, and the precautions required. For example, smoking materials might be kept securely and the resident only permitted to smoke when supervised, or you could ask them to wear a clean smock or op- apron when smoking. As a tip here. Identify whether individuals in your care are more at risk of a fire as a result of things they use or certain health characteristics that they have. And once you've got this fire safety risk assessment, review it periodically to ensure that any person-specific fire concerns are recognised. And to avoid a similar accident as occurred in this case, you'd you'd want paraffin-based creams to be identified as a hazard with suitable precautions specified. There are alternative types of cream which could have been used, for example. And your emergency procedures should also cover the scenario where a resident's clothing is on fire. Another tip... Ensure that staff are instructed in the findings of all relevant risk assessments, including any specific actions that they need to implement. Do keep a record to show who delivered the training, on what date, and who were the attendees. So, in summary, in this tragic case, a resident's clothing caught fire when he was smoking because of contamination with paraffin-based cream that he was wearing. You need to ensure that your fire safety risk assessment considers any hazards which increase the risk to individuals, whether it's products that they use or any individual health concerns. Anyway, I hope that's all clear and you've taken something away from it. Well, we're almost into April, which means joy of joy, almost the start of a new tax year. And it means obviously more burden on whoever's running the payroll to ensure that tax codes that are assigned to your employees are implemented correctly. Now, according to HMRC, all employers should receive notification of any new PAYE tax codes by no later than 23rd of March. The new codes must be implemented for your first payday after 5th of April, so not long. The trap here, which you need to be aware of, and that is that you can be held liable to pay any shortfall of tax that results if you fail to apply the correct tax code to your employees' wages. How can you check you've got the correct tax code? Well, you can view them in your PAYE online account. If you can't find the email containing the new codes, check the settings on your account to ensure that HMRC has the correct email address for you or your business. When you've signed into your account, select the correct tax year, 2022 to 2023, from the drop-down menu. If the P9 notice, that's the thing sending the tax codes, doesn't appear, sign out and sign back into the account the following day. Usually does the trick, the old reboot. If the codes still aren't showing, you need to contact HMRC's employer helpline on 0300 200 3200. And summary, any tax codes for your employees that HMRC has amended for 2022-23 will be available to view via your PAYE online account by 23rd of March. Do make sure that change codes are reflected in your payroll software for the first payday after 5th of April 2022. Can you believe it? We've reached the end of another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back again next week and we will be dealing with a listener's query. He wants to know whether there are any tax efficient or any tax efficiencies associated with staff entertainment we will reveal all. But for now, thank you for sharing your time with us and
1: goodbye. You've been listening to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Every week, we trawl through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized tips, advice and solutions. For more information about our products and services, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk.